Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Toto dismounted at the foot of a hill and left his paint horse at ground hitch beside the powerful white stallion named Silver. Silently, the Indian went up the hill on foot. The green slope was studded with grave markers. Toto passed the final resting places of many people who had died in the nearby town of Shady Bend to approach his friend, the Lone Ranger, who knelt beside the newest grave. The masked man's head was bare, his white hat lay on the grass at his side, and he spoke as if to a friend. Jim, I'm sorry. You used to be a good fellow. I don't know what made you turn criminal, but I do know that you're not the only one who was involved in the murder of that federal man. I'm going to get the others. And because of the man you used to be, I'm going to see that your son is taken care of. Toto waited silently until his tall, masked friend rose to his feet and put on his hat. Kimosabe. Oh, uh, oh, Toto, I... 
I didn't hear you. Me send Dan Reed to town, like you say. He'll learn something about Jim Hawkins' son. How old Jim Hawkins' boy? Oh, Bob's about the same age as Dan. Me sorry we get evidence against smuggler gang. We didn't get enough evidence, Tonto. Our mission was to smash those men who were smuggling army guns into Mexico. So far, we've failed. One of gang caught? Yes, and it had to be Jim Hawkins. Poor Jim, I never suspected he had turned crooked. What make him turn killer, Kimasabi? I won't believe he did turn killer. Him hang for death of government agent? Because, Tonto, he was the least important member of the gang. The others knew someone had to be caught, so they fixed all the evidence to point to Jim. What we do now, Kimasabi? We must get the rest of the gang. Meanwhile, when Dan brings back word about Jim's wife and son, we'll see how we can help them. I... I owe Jim that much. At that moment, a furious battle was in progress in the town of Shady Bend. Bob Hawkins and the Lone Ranger's nephew, Dan Reed, fought side by side against half a dozen other boys. Dan had been taught by the Lone Ranger how to dodge and parry blows and how to hit effectively. He and Bob Hawkins blackened several eyes and bloodied the noses of a couple of boys. And finally, the attackers withdrew. Come on, fellas, we'll get Hawkins next time. Yeah, we'll get you, Hawkins. We got as much right to live here as you have. Yeah. And you're not going to drive us out. You're part of the killer. You're part of the killer. Why, you... Let him go. We gave him something to think about. Hey, why'd you pitch into the fight and help me out? You needed help. The odds were against you. Say, uh, I'm Bob Hawkins. I guess you heard what some of the fellas said about my dad. I'm Dan Reed. I heard about you, Bob. In fact, I came here to look you up. Your dad was a friend of my... Was a friend of a friend of mine. Oh. Well, they all say Dad was no good, but that's not true. He was a swell dad. He he wanted money so I could go to school. He got mixed up with, with some smugglers. Golly. But he wasn't bad. And he didn't kill anyone in spite of what the law said. The rest of the gang framed him. You gotta believe that. I believe it, Bob. You saw how the boys were picking on me, Dan. I don't mind that so much. It, it's the way that grown-ups treat my mother. None of them speak to her anymore. Well, I won't sit still for that. I, I can hear her crying almost every night when she thinks I'm asleep. I'm going to do something about it. I'd like to know your mom, Bob. Would you come out to our house? I'd like to. Oh, would you? Would you really? Oh, gee, that'd be great. Come on, Dan. We, we live right over there. It's not much of a place. We, we had to move after Pa was buried. We used to have a lot bigger house. The Lone Ranger and Tonto were waiting in camp when Dan returned and told about the fight and the visit to Bob Hawkins' house. I like Bob Hawkins, sir. He's a swell fella, and his mother's a peach. How's his mother doing? Well, I, I guess things are pretty tough. Oh. Bob can't get a steady job. He works when he can. His mother tries to sell cookies and bread and other stuff she makes, but... Not many people will speak to her. Bob and his mother didn't have it, have anything to do with the murder of that government man. Why should everyone blame them for father's what Bob's father did? People are like that, then. According to Bob, most of the crooks are still at large. His dad's the only one who was caught. Yes, that's right. The smugglers' organization is still practically intact. Are they still smuggling guns into Mexico? Oh, I think they'll lie low for a time and start operations again when they consider it safe. Those crooks. 
They should have been hung instead of Bob's father. They're not found, Dan. They'll expand their power till they become a real danger to the international relations with Mexico. Furthermore, a government agent has been murdered. Every man who had a hand in that must pay. I wish something could be done so Bob wouldn't have to leave town. Oh, is he leaving? Uh Uh-huh. He and his mother can't earn enough to live on. Bob's leaving in the morning. He'll get a job someplace where he's not known and then send for his mother. Hmm. In the morning, huh? Yes, sir. Why? I want to talk to that boy. I'll see him tonight. That night, Bob Hawkins lay awake in his bed long after his mother had sobbed herself to sleep. The moonlight slanting through the open window fell in a square patch on a rolled-up blanket that held Bob's few possessions. It rested in a corner ready to go with the boy at daybreak. Then the shadow of a man's head and shoulders appeared, and a voice came from the window. Bob. Huh? What? Take it easy, Bob. There's no need to awaken your mother. Who are you? Bob turned toward the window as he leaped from bed. There was light enough to reveal the fact that the midnight visitor was masked. What does that mask mean? Are you one of the gang? Don't let the mask mislead you. Come over to the window, Bob. I, I want to talk to you. If you're one of the crooks of No, frame... I'm not. I want to get those crooks who ruined your father. And I want to help you. No one can help me. I don't want any Bob, help. also, I want you to help me. I'm not helping anyone. That's a mistake my father made. I knew your father. He was a good man until he met Tom Martin. The law said he was a smuggler and a killer. Yes, yes, I know. He wanted you to have much more than he could afford. He wanted you to have a college education, money to travel. No, I... He... he listened to Tom Martin. He saw what he thought was a chance to make a lot of money easily without hurting anyone. He didn't realize how much harm might come of supplying Mexican renegades with American arms. Bob, I want you to help me make Tom Martin and his pals pay for what they've done. Why doesn't the law get them like they got dead? The law must have proof against those men. You might be able to help me get that proof. How? You're planning to leave town. I figured on leaving at daybreak. My blanket rolls already. I, I want you to leave, but not at daybreak. Before you go, I want you to do some talking in town. Talking? Yes. Stay in town for several days while you talk about leaving to get a lot of money. I'll tell you what to say. The Lone Ranger spoke in a low voice for over half an hour while Bob listened with mounting interest and enthusiasm. The boy did not leave town at daybreak. He stayed around for several days, during which he dropped remarks in certain places and did some carefully planned bragging. Soon after Bob Hawkins left Shady Bend, a man named Bart Jenkins mounted a horse and rode hard to a cabin in a woods not far away. Tom Martin and several other men were there. They came out to meet Jenkins. Ho, ho, ho! Right, hard, Bart. Yeah, what's up? I... Something wrong? Tom, I got news. Well, let's have it. Jim Hawkins' wife and son have been having hard going since the trial. You knew that. That's not my worry. I gave Jim Hawkins what I promised. Yeah. He got his share. He didn't do any of the dangerous work like the rest of us. We didn't need him at all. It was Tom's idea to have him act as front man and handle the cash. And it was a good idea. He's the one who was seen, so he's the one who got his neck stretched. As for handling the cash, none of you'd trust me. And I felt the same way about you critters. You only thought you could trust Jim Hawkins. What's that, Bart? Remember you thought he should have got more cash than he collected? Yeah. That's what we thought. Well, it looks like he did. Huh? He held out on us. He held out? He hid away a lot of the cash, and now his son is going to get it. What's that? Bob didn't know I was working with you, Tom. He told me a few things, bragging sort of. He's got a masked man and an engine to help him, and they were How riding How does it to... happen he talks to you so free? Yeah, he's glad to have someone who listen to him. 
Not many people talk to him. What about the masked man and Indian who are helping him? After what he told me, I kept watch on him. He got enough cash from Summers to buy an old horse. This morning he left town, so I followed for a ways. Outside of town, he met the Indian and the masked man. The three started along the trail toward Pleasantville. Well, why didn't you follow them? Those two men wore guns tied low. I didn't want to take chances. So I come here fast. We can cut them off on the trail if we go over the mountain. Maybe we should let the boy have that cash. After all, Hawkins took his medicine without telling on the rest of us. Only because I told him his wife and kid would get hurt if he did. If he held out on the cash, I want it. Me too. Get the horses, boys. The four of us will be able to handle the boy and his pals. We'll bring him back here and ask some questions. The Lone Ranger and Tonto had left Dan Reed in charge of the camp while they rode slowly toward the town of Pleasantville with Bob Hawkins. Presently, they saw four horsemen approaching from a hill on the south. There's Tom Martin. He's been suspected of many crimes, but no one ever had proof against him. There's Bob Jenkins. He lives in town. One of the men you talked to? Yeah. Bob, I think you're looking at the men who ruined your father. If I had a gun, I'd make them pay. No, the law must get them. Now remember, Bob, you too, Tonto. Do exactly as I said. Me remember, Kimosabe. Right in there, you're covered! Hold on, hold on, They've all drawn guns. It's all right, Bob. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, Bud, why are you waving a gun at me? Take it easy, Bob, and you won't get hurt. These are my friends. And these are my friends. There won't be gunplay if you do as I say. What do you want? I want to talk to you and the kid, but not here. We're taking you where we can talk without being disturbed by someone coming along the trail. Oh, you are? Beaver. Yeah. You and Bart take their guns. Right. Take off that man's mask. We'll see who he is. Oh, one minute. Are you planning to make prisoners of us? What's it look like? <laughs> Don't try it. We'll go with you to talk. But if you try to disarm us, we'll argue the point. Two of you armed against four of us? Some of you would get hurt before you got us. Maybe he's right, Tom. All right, for the time being, you can keep your mask and guns. As for later on... We'll see. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue. Tom Martin looked at the masked man and saw what he thought was a trace of a wink. He accepted the Lone Ranger's offer to go to the shack without resistance if no effort were made to disarm or unmask him. Bart Jenkins rode ahead to show the way. 
The Lone Ranger followed, accompanied by Bob Hawkins and Tonto. In the rear, Tom Martin and the two remaining smugglers held their guns in readiness. One man was left outside the shack as guard, so there would be no interruption. The others went inside. Martin eyed the masked man for a moment. Now we can talk. I think I know what you want to discuss, Martin. Before we get down to business, we'd better send the boy outside. Who, me? Now, hold on. Quiet, Bob. Why can't I hear what you're going to say? Because unless you're outside, I won't talk. Take him outside and tell Joe to watch him. Right, Bones. How about the Indian? He stays. Good going, Bob. Well, this is a dirty trick. Don't go, I want to hear what you say. Hey, Joe. Boss wants you to keep an eye on the boy and see he don't get away. I'll watch him. Now then, how about getting down to business? I'm ready if the masked man is. How about it? I'll let you keep your mask and guns, and I've sent the boy out. Now, is there anything else you'd like before you're ready to talk? I'm ready now. You know, of course, what the three of us were after. How would I know what you were after? Bob Hawkins talked too much. He talked to Bart Jenkins. Jenkins hurried to you with the information, and you came after us. Ah, you're smart, hmm? <laughs> Not especially. But I know a few things about you, Martin. What do you know about me? You outwitted a government agent for a long time. When he finally came close to learning about the smuggling of stolen army rifles, you killed him and fixed things so Jim Hawkins paid for the murder. You were smart enough to keep Hawkins from squealing. How did you manage that? Threaten the life of his wife and son? I didn't bring you here to ask questions. You're to answer them. It is true, isn't it, Bart, that Bob Hawkins told you his father had received some cash... I'm the last shipment of guns across the border. Strikes me as odd that the kid didn't speak of it or do something about it before this. He knew very little about it until I talked to him. Even now, he can't locate the cache without my help. You tell us where the cache is hidden. <laughs> oh, no. No, Tom. I won't do that. I'll get the boy to talk. He can't tell what he doesn't know. Why, you... Martin, here's the situation. I know that a lot of money paid for smuggled rifles by Mexican renegades is hidden... But I don't know where. To get that information, I must call on a certain man. And he won't talk unless I take Bob Hawkins with me. You'll have to see the boy to be sure Bob's in on the deal. After I have that information, I'll need help. More help than the Indian can give you? Yes, I'll need your help. That's why I was willing to come here for a discussion. Ah. You want us to go partners with you, hmm? Oh, you might say so. And split the cash seven ways? No. The two outside don't have to be cut in. You mean Joe and young Bob? <laughs> You're a cool one, ain't you? <laughs> you uh, know what I mean? Yeah. You mean we eliminate the people we don't need when we're through with them. It's a good idea. <laughs> I'll take that deal... Now, where will we find the hombre who can tell us where the cash is hidden? You'll know when we get there. We're heading toward Pleasantville. We go beyond Pleasantville. We can reach our destination by sunset. And we'll start right now. The Lone Ranger, Bob, and Toto went with the four smugglers to a small community called North Flats. It was nearly sunset when they drew rein in front of the general store, the only building at the crossroads. So this is the place, hmm? Yes, I'll go into the store with Bob. Come on, Bob. Easy. Right, easy now. Why can't we all go in? Do you think the storekeeper will talk in front of all of you? Especially Tom Martin? You better not let him see you, Martin. He'll know who you are. I don't know him. How do he know me? 
You're fairly well known. How about you wearing that mask? The storekeeper has seen me with the mask a number of times. If we're to wait here, why'd you bring us along? Thought you said you needed our help. Oh, I shall, but not until later. We're stopping here for information. You four will have a lot to do after we leave here. All right, go on inside. We'll wait out here. But remember, we'll be watching through that open door. Don't try any tricks. <laughs> Come along, Bob. All right. You stay here, Redskin. Uh, me stay here. The store was lighted by only a small window in the open door. The smugglers outside couldn't see too clearly. They didn't know that the man behind the counter was not the regular storekeeper, that his beard was false, or that he was actually a special agent for the government, working by prearrangement with a lone ranger. Those men outside are the crooks. To get evidence against them, we must find where they have hidden the money. Their records and their guns, they still hope to sell. Just tell me the next move and I'll play along. If those men think the law is after them, they'll hurry across the border. They'll be sure to take their cash with them, and most likely their rifles and their records. I see. When they go for those things, they'll reveal their hiding place. Eh? Yes, that's it. Well, how are you going to make them believe the law is after them? I'm going to fire my gun make them think I've killed Bob Hawkins. They'll know that in a murder case, they'll share the blame with me because we're all together. Now, Bob, you stand over there. Wish we could hear what's going on inside. Let's go closer. Better we stay here. Do what masked men say. The Indian's right. Tom, I don't like what I see in there. The boy's trying to talk and the masked man's trying to stop him. Hey, he's drawing a gun. He's pointing it at the boy. I don't want gunplay. Not here. Why, you... Hey, you started gunplay. Shots will bring men from the houses over yonder. Here comes the masked man. You pay, you pay. Get going before he finds another gun. You gun crazy fool. Get going, you hear? The boy started talking. Easy, said big fellow. But why'd you shoot him? Save the questions. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of The six men rode hard away from town and maintained the fast pace for several miles. Then Tom Martin signaled a halt. Hold on, hold on, Oh, you can stop here for the horses to get their wind. And for you to tell me why you started gunplay. You'd have done the same thing, Martin. That man in the store wasn't the storekeeper. Who was he? A special agent for the government. Oh, what's that? He must have learned that someone would go there. He took the storekeeper's place. When Bob found it out, he told the man who you were. Why, that What little... else did he say? He told about your hideout, your shack in the woods. Why didn't you shoot sooner? I did the best I could. You should have killed a government man. Oh, no, that's too risky. The law always gets the killer of a government man. I disarmed him with a bullet. That gave us time to get clear. All right, get going, boys. Head for the shack. Yeah. And you, mister, you and your engine pal, don't try to come with us. I've had enough of you and your ideas. Suits me. Come on, boys. Get up. Come on. Get him up, scout. The Lone Ranger and Tonto rode at an angle to the route of the four smugglers and were soon out of sight in a stand of timber. Tom Martin and his men continued as fast as their horses could travel to the shack where they had lived for the past week. We've got to work fast. We aim to get across the border with the things we got buried. Bart, uh, you stand watch. Let us know if anyone comes this way. Right. The rest of us will get the stuff together. You think we can take the time? We can't cross the border broke, can we? We work too hard to get our pile of cash together, and we'll need the names of those men we deal with in Mexico. I'll get the records. Get to work, boys, and fast. The smugglers went to work at frenzied speed. With spades, they attacked a mound of earth not far from the shack. The dirt flew in all directions, and soon they had unearthed a wooden chest. Meanwhile, Tom used a pickaxe on a small stone fireplace. He knocked out a couple of rocks 
and brought a paper-wrapped package of records and money from the opening. He rushed outside where the men had thrown open the wooden chest. All right, I got the cash and records. You boys take those rifles. All of them? Certainly. Can't leave them here as evidence. Time and bundles. Each of us carry a bundle. They get too heavy, we'll hide them someplace between here and the border. Hey, someone's coming through the woods. Yeah, we've got to have a little more time. If it's Loman, we'll have to fight it out. Yeah, we can leave the rifles. And I'm the giving the orders. Look, it's that white horse, the mask man. Come in here. He's got plenty of nerve. Now, what's he want now? We'll soon find out. Why'd you come here? Who's over who? Is I had several reasons, Martin. There's one thing I wanted to tell you and your men. Well, what is it? Speak fast. We haven't time to listen to talk. You boys get those rifles oh, tied up. Oh, there's lots of time. You're not going across the border. Who ain't? What do you mean what? by that? There's a lot you men don't know. I came to tell you that in the first place, Hawkins didn't hold out any cash. What? But that kid told he me He to... told you just what I told him to tell you, Bart. He told a number of people the same thing. To see who would rise to the bait. I suspected you might be the one, but I wasn't sure. Why, you... You crooks ruined the life of Bob's father. Nearly ruined the life of the boy. But I think things will be all right now. I don't like the way you're talking. It's beginning to sound like you tricked us. <laughs> you're getting warm, Tom. You shot that boy and the government man. No, the boy was not shot. But you thought he was. You thought you'd have to get out of the country. But you didn't want to leave your loot behind. So you came here to get it. Now you've revealed your hiding place and saved the law the trouble of trying to find your hidden loot. I thunder you're a lawman. I'll kill you for this. Tom, I thought you'd say that. I hoped you wouldn't say it before some men got close. Well, I'm saying it now. And I'm acting. No! Hey, take it, boy. The first shot came from behind a nearby tree and blew the gun from Martin's hand. Others followed quickly, and several men moved into view behind their blazing guns. I'm quitting. I give up. Don't shoot. We'll shoot to kill unless you throw down your guns. Tom Martin was the last to quit. One arm hung limply at his side, but he drew a gun with his uninjured hand. As he brought it to bear, the Lone Ranger leaped forward. No, you don't. No. Let go my wrist. Drop the gun or I'll break your arm. All right, all right. My hands are up. Don't shoot. Yeah, I'm shooting. Now all these handcuffs. Then you're damn caught. This evidence you dug up, well, it looks like they'll be hanging. Tricked. Tricked all the way along the line. Yes, tricked, Martin, by your own greed. First, you agreed to get more cash than you already had. And second, you agreed in wanting to take this cash across the border with you. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> Mr. Dale, you and your men won't need Todd with me any longer. No, we can take care of these crooks now. And from the looks of things, I'd say there's evidence enough to hang them all. Oh, uh... Just one thing before I go. Uh, about Bob Hawkins. Oh, he's back in the woods. I told him to wait there like called him after the gunplay was over. Hey, Bob, come over here. After helping in the roundup of these crooks, he should be restored to a good standing in town. He will be. I'll see that he's made the hero of this capture. And furthermore, there's substantial rewards. Good. Then Bob and his mother will be taken care of. Well, adios, Dale. You ready, Toto? Ready. Hey, wait. You've earned a share of those rewards. Just tell your boss in Washington that our mission was accomplished. Easy, steady, Come on, steady. Come on, Scout. Hey, Mr. Dale, that last man, he's leaving. That's right, Bob. He doesn't stay around after his mission's accomplished. You see, he's the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's drama was written by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.